welcome to the Therapy Vibe Let's Get Real podcast. The information shared in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. And now, here is Mayasha Holder, MSc, with today's episode. Let's Get Real podcast. Today we're going to talk about friendships, which is going to be the start of our sequel of just general relationships. So today I'm going to be joined by Shanice Phillips. She's also a psychologist, she's a dad, and one of my colleagues practice health studies. Welcome, Shanice. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me today, Maya. Oh, no problem. Um, do you want to give a bit about yourself? to the audience? Sure. As Maya said, my name is Shanice Phillips. Um, we actually went to school together and we got our degrees at the same place. I currently work as a counseling psychologist at the University of the Southern Caribbean. And eventually, I plan to pursue a PhD and become a marital therapist. So, yeah. Oh, so today we're going to divulge into friendships before so I guess we could just start with the general you know what is a friend I'm not sure if you want to go for a Shanice sure listen I can okay. language when I think about friendship and I try to define what is a friend to me personally I often fall back on just a very kind of simple definition of someone that I can share my thoughts and feelings with and I can trust that person to keep my confidence and and I can trust that person to respect me as well that's my basic really basic definition of what friendship looks like I totally agree and for me too one thing that I found really important is that like we don't need to be buddy buddy all the time like I can probably not talk to my friend for a week but you know, at the end of that week, I can come get and like, like, like that space never happens. Like, it's just such a good connection. Like, they bring such good positives to life. Yes, I 100% agree. In today's day and age, like, I just believe that adult friendship, or at least friendship that you've taken time to nurture, you don't have to constantly be in contact with that person for you to know that they care and for them to know that you care. You can pick back up after you guys haven't spoken for like two, three weeks and just fall back into it normally. It's so true. So easy. But the challenge that I find, well, I'm not sure if it's the same in Trinidad, but like a lot of people aren't how to make friends. I find it so strange to I understand the challenge, but at the same time, like it just feels like it's so natural to be friends. I'm not sure if you get where I'm coming from. I, I didn't hear that last time, sorry. No, I would say that I found it so natural to like meet like you know, just the general of going out there and then you make a friend. But I I realized like a lot of youth are having a lot of challenges in terms of you know making or finding friends. Oh, I can definitely speak to the difficulty in finding and making friends. And for me, it's more of 
uh, lack of opportunity to, to do so. So a lot of people that I do end up being friends with are outgoing and they're active and they're out and about and doing things. But that's not my natural personality and my natural desire. So I often find myself in a situation where I'm interacting with the same type of people again, over and over. I'm not in many new places or many new spaces. So I don't get an opportunity to to meet and interact with people. So I often have to, to tell myself, you know, to go out there, be friendly, take the opportunity to meet new people, say yes to new opportunities so you can expand your circle of friends. I totally agree. Like, it's so important that you can't just stay in your corner and expect to meet friends. For some, it might happen because, you know, an extrovert might come and adopt us, but, you know, mm-hmm. you got to go and you got to engage, maybe join a club or just, you know, just some activity you get at school if you're young at the time. And then you would find that you just start talking and maybe bonding with someone in the group. And before you know it, like, you've made a friend. Definitely. You have to be willing to put yourself out there and to be a little bit vulnerable and to be a little bit open to the opportunity or you'll never be able to make new friends. So for example, if you if you're not in school or you can't make friends at work, look for a, a Facebook group in your area that maybe there's hiking or something that you're interested in and joining on one of those activities it might be a little scary at first because you don't know anybody else there but then if you keep doing those activities you get to know the people and you make friends so true so true what for you would you say are some good qualities of friends or in friends oh, I would definitely say that I believe very important quality, the most, I guess, in my book, is that I can trust the person that I am friends with. After that level of trust, I would say respect is a very, the next good quality to have in a friend. And you know, other than that, I would say mutual interest is also a nice buffer to have within your friendship. But the two that are really, really important to me are trust and respect in friendship. What about you? What are the good qualities for a friend to you? I completely agree with your list. But for me, um, some of my additional ones would be I need a friend that's genuine and authentic. So I need like when you show up or when you're hanging out with me, like that's your true self. It's not like a facade you're putting on and to be mm-hmm. authentic. Like, to be you and it's not about to be something I want to do you know feel free to say you know I'm not really into this you know you find things that you like to do together mm-hmm. but um, also in addition to the respect and being able to be trustworthy like being genuine and being authentic to me is very important especially in this day and age because it feels like mm-hmm. everyone like some of some people don't know who they are. Some people are just adapting mm-hmm. because, you know, parents might feel this influence or they see someone else is doing this. So they think, like, I should act this way in order to make good friends. Mm-hmm. But really, like, just be you. And then you will find in the long run, it's the better because the person likes you for you. And it can get so exhausting pretending to be someone else that you 
Okay, I agree. I completely agree. That does make a lot of sense. I would. I also enjoy my friends to be to be genuine with me. And as you said, that another kind of quality pops up in my mind, which is very similar to what you said, is that I need my friends to be comfortable with themselves. Or so that would go in hand with what you're saying with them being genuine, that they're comfortable enough with who they are as an individual or as to change themselves to suit other people or they feel comfortable in their opinions and their viewpoints. And also they're they're an actual genuine person and they feel comfortable with who they are and then they can interact with me on that level as well. Totally agree. What do you think are the benefits of having friends? Okay. I was saying one of the benefits I think of having friends is building a support system of people that you have there to support you or to be there for you when things aren't going the best. I always one of the things I always look for or talk to talk about with my clients is what what is your support system? Who are the people in your life that you can turn to? that will listen to you, that will lend you an ear, give you advice if you're asking for it. The person who would come and just sit down with you, she just needs someone to be in your space for that moment and to support you. So I think one of the benefits of having friends is having that ready-built support system to kind of be there for you when things aren't, when you can't fully support yourself. What are some of the benefits you've seen? Um, I, I would agree the same thing because I find the support system is so important. And for me, I would also add on that, uh, like, having friends, they add to your life in the sense that you have more to share with that person. You do things together that mm-hmm. could be, you know, more exciting and, and all that leads to more happiness or more feelings of joy in your life Mm -hmm. and we all know like when you're happy all the added benefits it can have for you reduce stress reduce depression reduce feelings of loneliness so i Mm -hmm. i think all of that is so important in terms of having friends especially the lonely the loneliness part do you think the concept of friendship has changed over the years I think somewhat the concept of friendship has changed, but I don't think that the fundamentals of friendship has changed. So I think what friendship looks like now is changing over time. So in my day, you have a friendship of a person that's someone that you would, you would see all the time, someone that you call the phone, someone that you know, you had almost that physical, tangible relationship with. Whereas now, people can have developed friendship with someone that they've never seen before, someone that they've never been in the same physical space with. Um, you can have, you can have a <laughs> even if we never meet up or we never go out together, we can still be friends. So I think that kind of aspect of friendship has changed. But at the core, when we talk about the qualities of a good friend, I think those are still the same. I agree. Like the concept of technology has really expanded and shifted like the friendship dynamic. Like 
you can be friends with someone in Canada, someone in India, like it's really mm-hmm. connected us in a sense too and expanded the possibilities of a lot of things. But for me, I, I don't know, some people might find it different, but I also consider like you don't really have to be just friends with humans. Like I'm friends with my pets. I even consider them yeah. family. And I just wanted to throw that out there for some people. Like there's a vast understanding of friendship and some friends can be friends with their cat. Like that's totally normal. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> That's completely valid for a lot of people. A lot of people find it difficult to maintain or make friendships with other human beings, but they they form those very intimate and beneficial relationships with animals, with pets. We see them in terms of therapy animals, we see them in terms of support animals, we see them in terms of just normal household pets, people come home and they feel happy that they get pet is there waiting for them. They get joy in taking the pet off the walk, feeding them, taking care of them. Like that, I think we can be friends with more than humans. Mm-hmm. Um, oh dear, my old memory. Do you think it's okay to outgrow friends though? And if so, like, how would we start that conversation with the person? I definitely think it's okay to outgrow friends. And I think I definitely think it's okay to outgrow friends. And I think that conversation kind of starts with you as an individual before it even reaches the point of having to talk to that person. Because you have to un- you kind of have to examine what is it about this friendship that no longer feels comfortable or beneficial to you. So that's an, like an analysis or a moment of reflection that you have to take with yourself. Um, if the person that you were, that you think that you're outgoing is, like I said before, comfortable with themselves, having that conversation with them should be as easy as saying, hey, I've been thinking about our dynamic and what we want to do. And you know, some I don't feel as comfortable or I don't feel like this is beneficial to me anymore. And you should also respectfully tell that person that this relationship that you guys have is no longer healthy or beneficial and you think that it's time to move past this. Maybe even saying that could happen to okay, well, let's fix our friendship, let's see what we can change to grow to keep this not. I, I agree because, um, mm-hmm. you know, we don't stay the same. As we grow, our experiences change us. It changes our expectations, what we want from life. And sometimes your friends, they might not change or when they do change, it's completely different than the direction you're going. For example, some mm-hmm. friends may become more top fit in your life or it might be simply as you don't have time for each other anymore. The dynamics simply change, but you do outgrow your friends, which I do agree with. And since mm-hmm. you cover the aspect of self-evaluation, which I consider is an important point that you just made, like you determine within yourself, you know, which part of the friendship goes down for you. You go through that whole process holistic, and then you take it to your friends, and they have the opportunity to say, okay, hey, we can fix it, or we can understand. Um, 
you know, understand maybe it's time to end being friends. But on the end aspect, in terms of like how you would approach them, I would say, you know, you just pick a environment that's comfortable for the both of you, where you feel safe mm-hmm. and, you know, comforted enough to talk about what you want to share with them. And it's okay mm-hmm. to rehearse in front of the mirror in case you feel a bit nervous about it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, you just sit there, remember, it's still your friend, and yet saying to them, like, we've been friends for at plenty of time, but you feel this way, you feel this way about a particular part of your friendship even, and if it's something that you can work on to fix, you discuss it. If not, then you just establish, like, maybe it's best to part our ways, you know, no hard feelings, still care for each other, but... It's not, you know, how it used to be before are beneficial for you in a sense. Definitely. And sometimes friendships naturally fade away. Sometimes you haven't done anything. The person hasn't done anything. It's just pulled you in different directions. And before you realize that this person is no longer an active part of your life. And that is okay as well. It is. And you know, guys, it's okay to grieve that loss because it's still a loss because that person might have been so important to you. Like, they could have been a friend, but you still think of them like a brother or a sister or a cousin. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's okay to cry and, you know, go through the whole process of grieving that loss because it's still a loss of some person that, you know, played a key role in your life. Right, right. I completely agree. Do you think social media is helping or hurting friendships? <laughs> oh, well, oh, that's a tricky question. Because there's so many different... Mm-hmm. No, go ahead, go ahead. Well, so I think there's so many different elements to social media. And sometimes it does help, and then sometimes it can be hurtful. So I'm actually going to go out on a limb and say, I think both that social media does it helps and it sometimes it hurts friendship. Because I think it helps because like you mentioned earlier, it gives you the opportunity to meet new people, interact with new people, and it also gives you the technology gives you uh, an avenue to be to stay in contact with your friends more often and in like a, a less intense basis. So you, you don't have to have a Minute phone call every day that you can send your friend a funny picture or funny meme that you saw that reminded you of them and share just that little moment in that time and for me it's, it's i agree but for me it's kind of 50 50 because you know as you said before it opens up for more connectivity you know, mm-hmm. and even establishing friend—I mean, establishing friendships. Like when your friend leaves the island, probably goes away for college, you still have that connection instead of snail meal. But um, I also do think that it hurts it at the same time because you know the the phrase a picture says a thousand words, but when that mm-hmm. picture is you know inconveniently placed or inconveniently represented, it can you know give across a a negative image or a negative connotation or a negative perspective might be thought about it and then that can harm your friendship you know if you have a friend in which you know um they might not feel comfortable talking to you about it or confronting you about it they might just you know fizzle out the friendship there but 
I would say it hurts it to some extent because it opens up friendships with that kind of vulnerability. And yes, you may sit down and you may talk about it and realize, okay, it was probably a misunderstanding or what was portrayed wasn't really the way it should have been interpreted, but it still opens up that possibility for that to happen. I completely agree. It, it creates an avenue for communication. You know, mm-hmm. say something, type something out, and the tone isn't translated well. Or it may have some people who they slowly rely on the convenience of social media to maintain friendships uh, so they don't take out time maybe someone to come and visit you or to, to do something with you and be with you alone or they may be distracted when they're trying to talk to you because of different things that are happening on social media and that I think is going to affect the quality of friendship. I totally agree. Um, as we begin to wrap up, what do you think are some of the misconceptions about friendships? Okay, um, I think what, what I can mention before is that you don't have to be in constant contact with an individual for them to be your friend. I think that's a different misconception. Um, I think that, as I mentioned before, you don't only have to be friends with other human beings, your pops can be your friends as well. I think another misconception that we have about friendship is when what defining friendship is. So a lot of people a lot of people have different definitions of what friendship is and they don't take time to make sure that those definitions match. So then you think this person is your friend because you do this and this person doesn't think that they're your friend because you that's another misconception of what actually is a friend. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I totally agree with what you're saying. And I would add on that, you know, I think people believe that friends always add value and benefits to your life, which I would say like your friends should. And that's how you would know that you have a good friend. But realistically, not everyone always has yours or the most the most genuine of intentions and you may run into a friend that's more toxic or you know has alternative intentions you know they could be to harm you to you know probably take revenge for something and posing as a friend but there are people that may pretend to be your friend but not genuinely be your friend and i think people need to consider that as well and also consider that you know, they impact your life and decide, you know, do I want to have a toxic friend or do I want to have a friend that brings added value and benefit? And just because they're your friend doesn't mean that you cannot unfriend them. Like if you find that this person is more draining your life and is not bringing out the positives in you and, you know, making life upbeat and fun as how it should be, or even supporting you, like, it's okay to let them go because you know not everyone always presents purest or most genuine of intentions i would say that oh yes and i think that is very very important like a very valid point you're 100 percent when you said that not everyone who is friendly with you is there to benefit you some people are friendly Mm -hmm. with you or to benefit themselves Um, 
she said they could become a draining influence in your life or a negative influence on your life. So not everybody who may become a friend or may project themselves as a friend is someone that you need to keep around. And I guess that comes back to the idea of doing that self-evaluation and reflection with the current relationships that you have to see to make sure that those relationships are positive and beneficial to you. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having Shanice join us for our, our topic on friendships. I hope you enjoyed listening. And with that, we're going to sign off. Yeah, it was an absolute pleasure to be here. I'd love to do it again. Okay, have a good one. Bye. Bye. Therapy Vibe Let's Get Real will be a weekly podcast where I not only discuss my passion for mental health, but I will also be sharing interesting stories and useful techniques and strategies to promote healthy habits. I will also be interviewing various therapists in different fields. My hope is to share my passion, provide comfort for those in need, and further tackle the stereotypes or myths surrounding mental health. Find me on social media anywhere at Therapy Vibe. And make sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on any podcast app.